I had like fully trust you. And if there was things that like I couldn't do, I was like, whatever you think, mom. Like at this point, like whatever, you know, like you and I worked really well together as well. Well together. That doesn't always happen, Kate. I know. We're just so lucky and so <laughs> Hello, Mama Dearest. Good morning, sweet Katie. We are Good apart. Morning. We are apart. <laughs> we are apart. Great job announcing oh. that. You look yes. really pretty right now. What is oh, on your face? Actually, I only am using the coast. Is it Kosas? Yeah. K-O-S-A-S. Is that how you pronounce it? Kosas? Kosas. Uh, yeah. A little bit of the concealer mixed with a little bit of that uh, Ilia skin tint? foundation. No, it's not the skin mm. tint. This is the, you know, just a little bit. I don't know what it's something you gave but me. It, it's in, a pump. The... No. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. And then a little bit of the Chanel bronzer, just a little bit of the eyes, a little bit of the Charlotte Tilbury blush, and a you little bit of a liner and lip gloss. There you go, gals. N- now that I'm being, f- you know, sometimes it ends up on TikTok. I don't want to, you know. I know. I'm actually wearing makeup today, which is rare, I feel, for our tapings. I never wear makeup. Well, yeah. Speaking of never hour. wearing makeup, last week, I didn't tell this to you, I went to go teach my little kids, my like four-year-olds, yes. and I wasn't wearing any mascara, and I walk <gasps> in, and the two girls were like, oh, something's wrong with your face. And I'm like, oh. uh, excuse me, that is rude. They're like, are you okay? And I was like, excuse oh. me, I'm not wearing makeup. And, and then the girl goes, well, I think you should put some makeup on. You look a little oh. scary. And these are like five-year-olds. Yeah. That's- I was like, um, wow, keeping me humble, I guess. Well, yeah, they, they want to see lights, camera, action when you arrive. I just wasn't wearing mascara. I'm like, these little girls are being so mean to me. They're bullying me. How are you doing, Mom? We had a weekend, a, a week too. Yeah. And the last time we were together, we were in Miami. You're back in, well, you had a crazy weekend because you no I sooner know. got home and you left again for Nashville, mm-hmm. which I'd I like know. to hear about. And I've been dealing with this hacking situation. And once again, I, I'm calmed down from it, but oh, it has, Katie, it's more work than you think. I had my IT guy out and, you know, changing passwords, setting up a new email. The the hardest part for me is letting everybody know. Know what? That I have a new email. Um, But I think you can forward all that stuff. I don't think, I mean, yes, I understand it's stressful, but I don't think it's that difficult to forward all your stuff over. Yes, it is, Katie. It really is. For me, it is. And you know what the hardest thing is for me is to get used to this Gmail situation I can't. It's I can't so figure. much easier. No, it's not, Katie. Maybe you. Maybe I have to reconfigure things on the computer because I, I'm looking like, how do I send a message now? I, you know, I knew how to press a button to send a message or to compose a note or this. Now I, I just don't know what I'm doing. I don't. I'll give you a tutorial. It. I swear, once you understand it, it is no. so much easier than AOL. Yes, it is. And it was even clearer from my eyesight on AOL. I, I just, I don't know what it is, but I, I'll deal with it. Yeah, I'll yeah. deal with it. If you met these hackers, mom, if you met these hackers, what would you say to them? You You've think it's got one a person? lot of nerve. Well, do you think I it's a don't team? know. 
It might be a team. And you know what? Why would they do it to someone like me? I guess I was vulnerable. I don't know. Right away, my Catholic guilt. Did I do something to deserve this? Oh my God, mom. But you know, the thing that I feel the the worst about is Um, that two of my dearest friends bought into it, no pun intended, and bought these Amazon gift cards. And they sent it to this damn uh, hacker. And I love these people that sent it, but they also had it coming. Like, come on. If you get that message, you don't have another child that has liver cancer. Well, they said it was a nephew. How Isn't that terrible <laughs> to do something like that? Oh, it's well, these and, well, it's isn't it nice to know these people really cared? But I'm gonna pay them back, so let's not even go there anymore. That's so nice. I also had a nice dinner. I actually followed your lead, Katie, and I said to Dad, I am making reservations at that new Loopy and Iris. I think we talked about this uh, yeah. downtown. Um, oh, fun! New restaurant, yes, and it was it's near the cathedral, so it's like walking mm-hmm. distance. So that's the area down there. And it's it's on the bottom floor of a high rise, a new high rise, uh, a swanky new high rise. Gosh, what what's the name? Is it? Seven? It's okay. I can't I can't think. But anyhow, uh, the chef from uh, the longtime chef Adam Seagal that worked at Lake Park Bistro. This is his restaurant. Wait, is not the guy who came did who did a uh, the chef no, for us? No, oh. no, you're thinking of another one. Oh. There's a story on him too. But anyhow, a good story. Uh, but no, this is uh, from Lake Park Bistro. And so he opened up this new restaurant himself. And it's a French, Italian, Mediterranean cuisine, which is right up our alley, you know. And um, James Beard, award-winning chef and pastry chef. So, Love. I mean, yeah. And we had the, I mean, I got all dressed up. I even put on my red pumps, my red suede pumps with my little Ooh. kick pleat uh, uh, faux leather pants and we yeah, love I mean, a kick plate yes I mean I just got all dressed up now most of the people weren't that dressed up but I just felt like I needed to be in a little New York and we had the sweetest server and the best food and you order? It, we ended I had a pasta and a salad and then I had a little bit of dad's steak because you know he's everything Yum. about red meat um we had a <laughs> bottle of wine and ended with an olive oil, lavender-infused cake. Oh, Could that's it be your better? Story. Mom, you what? just posted on Instagram the menu, yeah. and you just put olive oil cake memories. Like, you yeah. have to have a little more backstory. When I saw that, I'm like, what the hell is she talking about? Obviously, like, you people know. are going to be – I know, Mom, but, like, two people know that story. People are going to be confused when they just see olive oil cake equals memories. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, didn't we have the olive oil cake when we were in Montana? Yes, mom. But like, do you understand how that can be confusing for other people? Yeah, I guess so. Well, I'm learning. Yeah. So anyhow, that that was fun. So tell me a little bit about your... Well, the week, um, last week on Thursday, Thursday and Friday, actually, Matt and I did some fun New York things. On Thursday, we went to Hannah Burner's comedy show in uh, Manhattan. And Hannah Burner, she was on Summer House, the Bravo show. Okay. And at first, Matt was like really nervous. He's like, oh my God, it's all girls and gay guys. This is going to be like 
just a girl thing. Like, why well, am I Well, that couldn't be more perfect. Yeah. I know. But Matt was like, what Wait a minute. Summerhouse? Well, she's a comic? And she's, yeah, she's on Summerhouse? Oh. She's not on Summerhouse anymore, though. She's not on Summerhouse anymore. And it was so funny. And it was like a good co- – because a lot of comedians – I'm not a huge fan of like when they're like mean to people or like it's so crass. I just don't find that funny. Like I'm just like, uh. but she was like self-deprecating in like a funny way. And it was like putting it all back on herself. So I made it okay to laugh at. Yeah. So she's on tour now. So I, I recommend if she's coming, she's actually coming to Milwaukee. Um, yeah. But you had fun. Did you eat there or it's just a show? I mean, they like drinks and stuff, but because a lot of times it's like a a cafe type situation or a it was a bigger theater, so they didn't have like tables. Oh, like the comedy cellar. But then um, on Friday night, we went. My friend Jake Larson, who I danced with in college, I know um, Jake. Yes, he is in the Martha Graham dance company. And they were performing at the Joyce on Friday. So I got tickets. And I haven't seen him dance in so long. And it was so incredible. And Matt and I went. And definitely for those who are not used to seeing live dance, it's like sometimes a lot because it's like a yes. lot of – I don't know. It's just – it's different to – It's different. Just like – Yes. For people to, appreciate, to understand. To appreciate. And yes. the first piece – the first piece um, was – a piece that was set in like 19 something that Martha Graham choreographed. So it's like an old rep piece that uh, Jake was one of the soloists and was amazing. And then the two second pieces um, were new works and they were incredible, like chilling, uh, uh, just so, so talented. Yes. And we had the best time. And Matt, even too, really appreciated it. I'd love to know what music they used. It was like f- the second piece was like kind of like club music, um, okay. like rave music. Um, nothing that you would know. And and modern dance is so different than uh, going to a ballet. Yeah, of course. But it's it was so funny because Matt and I had a whole conversation about this because I really thought that my career was going to be ending up yes in like a Martha Graham company. Like that was like I studied it. That was what I was like the best at in college. My concentration was modern. I loved Graham. Like that was my jam. And like, obviously my path turned a little bit and I went to more commercial work, which I love the lights, camera action and everything happens for a reason. But it was funny watching. I'm like, I wonder if like I did that, how my life would have been so much different. Yeah. Well, you followed a different path. Mm -hmm. But Nashville, Nashville was so much fun. So then we woke up early on Saturday morning and we flew to Nashville. We had a nine o'clock flight. We got in. And then once we were at the airport, I'm like, Matt, let's just like rent a car. We didn't reserve one, but I'm like, yeah. I feel it'd be so much easier to like have a car in Nashville. I think that was smart. So we rented a car. By the way, we love Sixth. What? The rental car company Sixth. It's like I a- don't know that. It's like a Dutch, it's from Amsterdam, I believe, company. And they're amazing. There's never any lines. Everyone is so nice. All their cars are like nice BMW, Audi, like good cars. Can you find this uh, car rental place at every? Yeah. Oh, everywhere. I've never heard of it. How come dad it's, never it's like does the, it? 
because he's like does hurts. But I honestly think that six is better. And it's the orange color. I don't know. I wonder but what the, the price point is for that. It's good. It's good. Yeah. It's not bad. Well, if Matt uses it, it's good then. Yeah. And so we got a car, super easy. We drove right to our hotel, dropped our stuff off, which we stayed at the Conrad Hotel, and that's where um, the Sculpt Society event was. And let me tell you, it was beautiful. It opened last June, very high-end. Conrad is like a Hilton branch. The Hilton, yeah. Mm -hmm. Hotel. But it felt like a Four Seasons. It was gorgeous. Well, like I say, a brand new hotel, oh gosh, you can't get any better than that. Spanking clean. So we dropped our bags off. We like took a shower, cleaned up. I put some makeup on and then we come back down to get our car to go get some hot chicken. Okay. Hot chicken. So wait. Yeah, that's what Nashville's known for. So we're waiting for our car from the valet and I'm standing there and then this woman leaves the car and I look at her and I was like, and then look at Matt, it was Laura Dern. And I was like, oh my God, like, that's so crazy. Like, how crazy that Laura Dern's here. And she went inside the hotel. I'm like, oh my God, that's so crazy. She goes in to go pick up, which I later find out was her mom and like must be like her cousin or her family, okay, that okay. was staying at the hotel. And then I look at who's driving the car. Mind you, it was a white Range Rover. And I keep on looking. It was Reese Witherspoon driving oh the car. Well, yes, and she does live there. So they are best friends, literally best friends, and Laura Dern and Reese. Yes. And the night before, because Laura Dern just came out with a book with her mom, and uh, Laura asked her mom, which all these questions that she's never asked before and to get everything down in writing because Laura Dern and her mother are very close. So we definitely need to read that book. Oh, but they had, absolutely. Uh, they had a talk back about the book the night before and Reese was a moderator. So that's why they were all in town because Laura Dern is from California. Oh my gosh. So Matt and I were like freaking out. And mind you, Reese is so tiny. She's petite, she, yeah. Oh my God. Her seat was all the way up to the steering wheel. Like just like a tiny person. Like her face was tiny, her little hands, like everything. And Reese, it was just star studded. I'm like, wow, welcome to Nashville. We see like Nashville's like biggest star, Reese Witherspoon. And she's worth billions and billions of dollars. Who, Reese? Yes, because she sold her production company, Hello Sunshine. That's why she's worth so oh, much money. Oh, she sold it already? I believe so. Oh, geez. I thought she just started it. I don't, well, I don't, I don't know. Well, the details, whatever. But, but she's, yeah, she's got her hands in quite a few things. And I know that she is besties with Oprah Winfrey, too. And Nicole Kidman. There so, you go. So after we see this encounter, like, oh my God, that's so crazy. This is insane. We go then to Hattie B's, which is the hot chicken place. When you say hot chicken, do you mean spicy or do you mean like temperature hot? Both. Like, Oh, it's it's okay. It, it like spicy. It's All that's right. what they're known for in Nashville, and like and the, of course probably deep fried. Yes, of course. Okay, of course. Um, I went really went on a food tour. I feel like I have hot chicken and barbecue up to my ears. I'm very bloated and I am breaking out. But the Hattie B's is like a fast fresh. Like you go order and then you sit down and that kind of a vibe. So we had our hot chicken, which was great. We split like. 
the chicken, fries, mac and cheese, coleslaw, potato salad. Oh, God. I love all these things and I can't have Mm. these things. Yeah. It's very good. So then after I was like to Matt, I've always – I've heard so much about these fancy neighborhoods in Nashville, like the suburbs. I'm like, we have to drive around them. Like I need to go to these neighborhoods. Let me look up online. Let's just see if Reese Witherspoon's address is online. Oh, if I can find it. No way. No way. So I go through. I find the address. And I'm like, do you think this is the address? I'm like, like, let's just go see. And Matt's like, you are insane, Katie. I'm like, let's just like see if it is. Stalking. We put the address in into our Google navigational system. We drive, mind you, this neighborhood that we're in, Bella Mead, is the most beautiful neighborhood I've ever been into in my entire life. Do I was not like, I'm going to say her address on the podcast, Kate. People, I'm not going to, Mom. Okay. I'm saying the neighborhood and people can look it up if I can look it up. All right, don't. Yeah. I don't think Reese is going to come come for us, Mom. Um, but oh, but I don't want this, anyone coming for her. This Bella, Mom, I looked it up online. If I looked it up, then someone else can look okay, it up. Okay, but all right. All Whatever. Right. This neighborhood of Bella Mead is gorgeous. gorgeous. Oh. Every house was more beautiful than the next. Everything was so manicured, so beautiful, like very new. And each house was so different. Like it was actually insane how beautiful these houses were. Like it was breathtaking and like quaint and pretty and not like, yes, there were those huge mega mansions, but like not many of those huge mega mansions. They were more like looked like normal houses, but they were like that millions and millions of dollars. Anyway, I digress. So we put in this address. We're driving. And let's also remember the white Range Rover, right? That she was driving. Now you're saying that too. Uh Uh-huh. We're driving. We drive up. We find her address and her car was parked in the driveway. And we're like, this is her house. She's home. Did you go ring the doorbell? No, we didn't. Okay. But we definitely Good. drove by like three or four times because we were like, oh my God, this is so creepy of us. Yes. Literally. But the coolest thing ever. And her house was gorgeous, but not like I, – I, I thought it was going to be something cr- like way crazier, yeah. like, but it wasn't. But what she has a clothing line. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's she loves books, obviously, because she's always taking books and making them into movies. Mm-hmm. But, you know, on her personal life, you know, she's getting a divorce for the second time. I know. That makes me sad as a mom. It just does. I know. She just but hasn't, yeah. The, the I mean, neighborhood was insane. All right. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Well, I know. I saw all of your Instagrams with the food and I was just salivating. We ate so much food. Like, I feel like I've gained like 15 pounds. I'm not kidding you. Worth it. But like, holy hell, it was a food tour with like a little bit of working out. Um, where else did we go? We went to Audrey's, which I made a res- reservation for in advance. It's a newer restaurant um, in, I want to say it's, it was like East Nashville. Fa. Nominal. Well, Matt must have been in his glory. Yeah. In this place this was, it was Appalachian like cuisine, but like fancy. Amazing. We went there. We went to Edley's for barbecue. Did you take your Tums? Matt took his Prilosec. That's for sure. <laughs> he needed that. Um, but then our flight, as we were driving literally to the airport, 
I get a text saying, your flight got canceled and moved to Monday. Oh, my God. And it was like beautiful and sunny in Nashville, but the weather in the city was terrible. So uh, we're like, okay. I mean, there's nothing we can do. So What we airline? Delta. Oh, yeah. All right. I love mm-hmm. Delta. We love Delta. So uh, we went back to the Conrad <laughs> and they were sweet. They put us in the same exact room. Oh, God. And then uh, we went out driving again. We went to go see some live music at this five spot, again, in East, East Nashville that we recommended by, by like a local, um, which was amazing. And it was a great little trip. It was all meant to be, to have yeah, that extra night. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really do love Nashville. And especially seeing those, like, suburbs, I could definitely see myself living there. Well, and, and especially, I, I'm sure you can agree that that's why a lot of the movie stars end mm-hmm. up there because they can kind of get, other than having stalkers like you, uh, they, <laughs> they can, uh, you know, get lost there and people, you know. Yeah. yeah. It feels like like normal, you know, like I would think for them, but it was amazing. Well, good. Oh, I actually have a funny story too about on our flight home yesterday. I didn't tell us to either. So Matt and I, we weren't sitting next to each other on the flight home. And this guy sat next to me. He's like a fabulous man, um, probably a little older than me. First of all, he was like doused in cologne, like so much cologne. And it smelled good, but then after like 10 minutes, I was very nauseated. Why didn't you ask him to switch seats with Matt? Because Matt was like- In the back of the plane? Yeah, he was in the back of the bus. And I was like 12 rows in front of him. So it just wouldn't have been- Okay. All right. It was fine. So, and the cologne smelled great, but it was just a lot. So as the plane- was getting ready to land. Yeah. He turns to me and he's like, um, when the plane lands, I'm going to run up. I, I can't wait. I have to go to the bathroom so bad. I'm going to run up and just go to the bathroom. So can you watch my stuff? And I was like, Oh Whoa. my God. <laughs> and when like, the plane what? lands? And I was like, what? I'm like, okay, sure. He's like, he goes, it's an emergency. I have to go. And I'm like, T-M-I. All right. Yeah. I was like, do what you got to do. So I kid you not. The plane lands on – we're still going. He gets up. <gasps> Literally, the plane has just landed. He stands up. He run, runs to the back of the plane. People are like, sit down, sit down. And mind you, Matt is on the in the back of the plane. And then he goes to the bathroom at the back. Maybe he had to throw up. No, and the steward is like, sir, you have to sit down. And he goes, ma'am, I have to go to the bathroom. Do you want me to go to the bathroom on the floor here? It's an emergency. Oh, my God. <laughs> and like he was screaming that. And then he went and then he came back down and he's like, I'm going to get arrested. That was treacherous. Yeah. Wow. Isn't what a par- What a partner to sit next to, huh? Yeah, I was like, great. This is yeah. great for me. Mm. Well, you know, when you got to go, you got to go. <laughs> I know. That's why I said, I'm like, you do what you got to do. I yeah. mean, yeah. I don't judge. Well, okay. That segues into guess what? We're in the month of May. I cannot believe this. I know. First May. Monday of May. Did you watch the Met? Met. Well, I was in rehearsal, so I couldn't. And I'm telling you all I wanted to do. I So I started, I turned it on. Um, just as background noise, um, as I was getting ready and just k- taking quick peeks of the, the people coming, um, but not much. I didn't get to see much because it was too early. 
a lot of people didn't go. Well, okay, I'm going to just back up a little bit. So this Met is, the Met Gala is a big uh, fundraiser, basically, for the rich and famous uh, and the it people of the year, I think. But this year, it was all about Karl Lagerfeld, Mm -hmm. right? And a lot of people don't like him, Katie. Or, well, you know, he he's said, deceased, uh, obviously. He's said a lot of racist and like bigot things. And yes. like he's, yeah. He doesn't like full figured women, all this, yeah. you know, he just. So that's why Blake Lively didn't go. Um, I thought I that. saw a picture of her. No, she didn't go. Blake Lively didn't go. Um, Haley Bieber didn't go. But I don't know if she went because of that. But I know Blake didn't go because of. Yeah. Um, Oh, Selena, Selena Gomez didn't go because of Carl Lagerfeld. Well, yeah. And I think he, yeah. Yeah. He, he, yeah. So that's, but he's one of the biggest designers of some of the biggest design houses uh, of the world, like Chanel and Chloe. In fact, Aunt Leanne uh, has a picture of uh, Carl Lagerfeld with her when she worked for Chloe, the perfume down in Dallas. Mm-hmm. So he, I think that's what he start. Did he start there? Chloe, Chanel, where else did he design? And obviously he designed his own house. Mm-hmm. Big, big designer. Yeah. With the big black glasses and the white hair and the ponytail. Everybody knows him. I think everyone looked beautiful. I think everyone really played it safe this year. I feel there was not that many like, oh my God, wow. I'm like, that like is so costume dresses. Is that yeah. what you mean? Yeah. I feel like the Met should be like a little bit more over the top, right. like not just a red carpet. Mind you, I think a lot of the women looked stunning, but there was like, you could wear that to like the Grammys. Right, right, right. You well, know? and obviously everyone was expecting a lot of the tweeds, pearls, mm-hmm. black and white, you know, Chanel-ish mm-hmm. uh, outfits. Um, because like I said, he was uh, a designer for the house of Chanel. I quickly looked this morning online yeah. at some pictures uh, um, of some of the gals. I'm going to tell you offhand the pictures of the Kardashian girls and the mm-hmm. Jenner girls. I was disappointed. Boring. Disapp- disappointed. Boring. I thought that Kendall with the like bodysuit. Yeah. I liked it, but then I'm like, I feel that just like kind of trashy and like it was Chanel just like a swimsuit. is like yeah, yeah. classy and like I was like, uh, I don't know. And, and Kim was boring. I felt like it, the pearl yeah. stuff. I thought, well, that that She's was expected. That. Yeah, it's yeah. like the hourglass cinched, and it's yeah. like mm, nothing. Yeah. And uh, who else did I see? Kylie. For- I don't what understand what hell? Hell, all what that was about. Yeah, the red she, and blue. Situation. Well, she looked matronly. I mean, the dress. I loved the dress, but it had nothing to do with the theme. Yeah. Okay. So you suggested Mama pick three of the outstanding ones. Well, I, I tried to choose some of the gals that were in more in my age category. Okay. And it was uh, it was like a slam dunk for me. The first one, Who? my one of my friends was walking. <laughs> Who was your friend? Well, I had lunch with her. Oh, Charlotte. Char- my friend Charlotte Tilbury. Charlotte Tilbury. She of looks course. Great. And you know what? She was in an emerald green evening gown with her red hair. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, she, yeah, looked absolutely gorgeous. And when I, when I saw her, I thought, I had lunch with this gal due to Katie. I know. Literally At like a Saks year ago. Fifth Avenue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
sitting right she across from her. Yeah. So she looked beautiful. Do you know what she was wearing? I don't. I don't know the designer. I should, but I don't. It was too okay. quick this morning. Um, you know who else I loved because of the color? Sure. Viola Davis. Oh, yeah. Hot <gasps> pink. Hot pink with the feathers. Yeah. I would wear that in a heartbeat. Yeah. Gorgeous lady. Gorgeous, gorgeous. And then Michelle Yao. Oh, I didn't see what she was wearing. What was she wearing? Gorgeous, black and white, black on the bottom, white kind of off the shoulder, big satiny with pearls and diamond. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. So those are my three picks that I could quickly pick. Find. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to show you pictures. My, I think one of my tops was Naomi Campbell. I don't know if you saw what no. she was wearing. She was wearing a Chanel Archive from <gasps> 2010. So not that old, but it was a gorgeous peach dress. It kind of reminded me of the dress that I wore. Um, this is the dress. Isn't that so pretty? Very pretty. And that was a vintage dress, huh? Yeah, from 2010 Chanel um, Runway, the spring summer collection. Stunning. Um, also, I loved Dua Lipa. She also wore a Chanel archive from 1992. It was like the ball wow. gown. Oh, yes, I did see that. That was stunning. gorgeous. It was absolutely stunning. Um, I thought that actually Leah Michelle looked gorgeous. And I'm not like, a, I don't think Leah Michelle, her fashion sense is always my favorite, but she was dressed um, by Michael Kors. And I thought that was absolutely gorgeous. Oh, I love it. The whole silver sparkles with yes. the bow and like the bob hair. I thought that was stunning. And then my next two, I thought really did the theme. Like those three were gorgeous, Perfect. but you could wear that like on any yeah. red carpet. But I feel that Rihanna and oh, Anne Hathaway did the theme I, You know, I did have Anne, Anne Hathaway written down and Rihanna. So Anne Hathaway wore Versace, but it was such a gorgeous blend of Versace and Chanel. I'll show you here. Oh, Katie, I love that. But I love Anne Hathaway. Well, and can you believe it's from Louisville to London? I know, the coronation on Saturday. Yes, Saturday, coronation, and the Kentucky Derby. Will it be like a whole day? Half day for both. Will it be like a full day affair for the coronation? Oh, yes. I think even the next day. They'll have, oh, really? Not the, you know, they'll have parties because they have, <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, parties galore. Can you, uh, oh gosh. Why don't we know anyone royal yeah. to get invited to this? Well, I We would be so perfect there. Well, of course. But I think some of the royals aren't even invited, Kate. Well, we can take their spot. Yeah. We'll glom oh, onto that. Yeah. I don't want to miss one minute of it, but I have a feeling I'm going to because, you know, I'm throwing uh, a baby shower on Saturday too. I know. So we're, it's a busy Saturday. We're booked. We're we booked. We are booked. Mm-hmm. And speaking of booked, we're going to start uh, maybe four or five part episode. <laughs> speaking of booked, how did that, what? Oh gosh. Well, tis the season of weddings. It's wedding season. It's Spring, wedding season. summer wedding season. So we decided that we would kind of segment out four or five episodes about wedding. We've kind of already made chunks of what we want to talk about. Right. Topics. Uh, Topics. And we're going to go deep dive into our thoughts about wedding, wedding culture, 
our tips, tricks, and then we'll probably end with a Q&A all about with wedding information. Right. So get your questions ready. Not that we have all the answers, but I can't believe it's going to be, Katie, coming up to three years since your wedding this Saturday. Uh, this Sa- Saturday. Sept- sorry. What? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm focusing on Saturday. September. I, I, I still can't believe it. I know. But um, wow. Yes. And, and I think what kind of spurred us on, other than, of course, the season, is Sophia Ritchie's wedding that mm-hmm. we talked about last week. Gorgeous. Gorgeous wedding. And classic and kind of a throwback uh, to everything that a wedding, if you were, if you were to go and read the Martha Stewart wedding book, I think she followed it pretty much to a T. I mean, I don't think she missed anything. Yes. I did. I, 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 when Katie and Matt, when Matt proposed to Katie, well, let me step back. When Matt asked for Katie's hand, I was thrown off guard and it was the most precious uh, time. It was like time stopped when he came and talked to me and then he talked to daddy and we knew that your life was going to change uh, immeasurably. And mm-hmm. we were so excited. It's such an exciting period. And we knew even then that it was going to be even more exciting because you had no idea or we, so we thought, mm-hmm. I mean, you knew that you were going to marry him someday, but, and then he planned this most pr- beautiful proposal. And, you know, there are just so many beautiful events leading up to the wedding day that I think shouldn't go unnoticed. And I am going to say this over and over and over. It doesn't have to cost a lot of money. There's a wedding for everybody. There's a proposal. There's an engagement period for everybody. Don't let it go unnoticed. I I just think it's such an exciting time of a girl and boy's life. Mm -hmm. Um, and a family's life that I, I think that everybody should be, I don't know, just so excited and involved in some way, but mm-hmm. it doesn't have to cost millions of dollars like Sophia Richie's. Yeah. But so I does, just want to put that out there right away. Yeah. If it does, it does, you Good know, for you. <laughs> um, but um, the engagement for Katie then was uh, obviously was storybook because their favorite place is in Nantucket and Matt had planned the whole thing, you know, on his, you know, <laughs> knee and picked out the ring and all this uh, and had all of our family, immediate family together. Uh, we could go on and on about Katie's, but like I said, uh, figure that out somehow to make it special as a family, mm-hmm. because guess what? You are marrying but I think some people family. are different. Like some people I know that I wanted like my family there with me, but I know a lot of people who like don't want anyone with them right after they get engaged. So I think it's like, I respect that having, yeah, but like having those conversations with your future spouse to be like, listen, this is what I want. Do whatever you want, but I know I want my family there. I know I want whatever, or I know I don't want my family there, or I don't want a party after. I want to spend time just us two. I think it's important having those conversations before you get engaged. Like I've, I had that with Matt. I'm like, listen, I don't, you do whatever you want to do. You plan whatever you want to plan, but I want my family there. Right. Yeah. And uh, yes. And that I think the word is respect. You just have to respect what, you know, the couple wants. 
you know, because it gets nutsy around weddings. No, of course. And, but and, I'm just, and uh, some mothers want it. It's not about the mothers. It's about the couple. I always said that. A thousand percent. Yes. That's what I meant by respect. A thousand percent. Yes. But I think that goes into the whole wedding process in general. I think people, when they hear it's a wedding, everyone wants to put their opinion in where in the grand scheme of things, the only opinion that matters is the couples. And like if someone wants it their way, then they can have their own wedding. And I Right. And I and I and I think, you know, it go it the spectrum is so huge uh as as far as etiquette and personal wants and dreams and whatnot. And I think it always comes back to that respect word. I think that it, it can all work out. Now, if I look back on my wedding, you know, it just, it, it was magical because I was marrying the man of my dreams. Mm-hmm. And that's the most important thing is to find somebody that you know that you can live the, your entire life with. Because mm-hmm. to me, you know, it's a vow that you take. And I took that very seriously. So A number one, before you start thinking about engagement, make sure that person is the one, you know, mm-hmm. and you, you'll know it if it is or not. So, okay. So getting back to engagement, so many things after engagement, but what I did as the mother of the bride is I thought I just want it. I want to know what is etiquette, what is right. So, you know, me and Martha Stewart, I go way back. I go way back with this gal and I, she's just trusted. So like I said, I wanted to look, so that's the first book I bought. In fact, Katie, you know, what's funny. It's still at my bedside. Pile of someone else getting married. (laughs) Well, it's just a memory, you know, and it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful book as well. So it's still, uh, in my pile of books there, but I got her book, started reading and dreaming, uh, I think I bought every magazine under the sun, uh, wedding magazines, because that's always fun to see what's new and out there. And uh, you can uh, answer this one, Katie, but websites mm-hmm. galore, right? Mm-hmm. Can you name a couple that are... Well, I think the biggest thing for me when after getting engaged, which I thought was so amazing of you, that you literally the moment after I got engaged, handed me a huge stack of bridal magazines. I don't know if you remember that. I do. And just paging through either getting a Pinterest board or knowing like what vibe you want to create. And I think just finding those little things like just getting colors, fabrics, um, other brides that you love or you want to emulate in some sort of way, putting all those things together really helps just kind of formulate what there's not. And there's nothing like a hard copy of something. We're yeah. talking about websites, but I, I, I tend to do that with good friends that are getting married or their children, whatever. I do buy the latest magazines mm. and give it to them because it's just so much fun to have that hard copy and even cut it out and make a, yeah. uh, a mood board or whatever they call it. Yeah. I think that was such a thoughtful thing that you did. Well, thank you, Katie. Mm-hmm. So then, yes. So getting back to websites, can you name any websites? No, I, I don't think I like looked up websites. I, I, I did more of like, I'm on Instagram. I'm looking at other like influencers yeah. or brides that I loved um, or bloggers at the time that I loved and like finding more of like 
a feeling I went for. Like, I want this to feel this way. Then, right. And that's more the planning, but if planning for your, the look. Okay. But like the website, uh, mm-hmm. the knot. Oh, you mean like a wedding website? Yes. Oh, 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 yes. We did a wedding website. We went through Zola. We loved Zola. Zola or the knot. And there's a few of them that will, for free, you you can have a um, checkoff list yeah, of we did, to do. We, we did um, everything on Zola. Like our registry we did on Zola, our wedding website. It was very easy and very user-friendly. And I did that right away. Yeah. See, that's that's important. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times people want to send you a little engagement gift or whatnot. So mm-hmm. as soon as you find out, I think that's a, a good thing, thing to do. do. Yeah. yeah. And I think the other thing that you did was you found a photographer to take engagement pictures. Yeah. Uh, I think that engagement photos are so important. And I don't think that anyone should skip doing that because- Oh, and I wish that, yeah. Well, see, th- these are things that I didn't I didn't do any of this for my own wedding. But go ahead. But like, I think it's easy to like brush that off, but it is so important because you'll never have those like photos again. And like, that's so special and fun and right. finding a photographer that like you're comfortable with. Ideally, I think it'd be amazing if you could use a photographer you use for your wedding for an engagement shoot. I had a friend of mine who I've done shoots with a bunch do art. Um, engagement shoot, which was amazing. And we did it in like the West Village, um, very like New York vibe, like at Joe's Pizza, um, which was really fun. But I really think that's important. But if you have, if your budget is way low, what what could you do? Could you uh, have your friend come out and yeah. take photos on their your iPhone? I mean, exactly. Like, I don't care what it is. Yes. I feel that having engagement photos are so, so you can special. find a way or find a student that's studying photography in college or whatever. Yeah. I think you can figure that out, you know? Yeah. It's so funny because uh, <laughs> for when we got engaged, someone had taken a picture of dad and I at some, uh, oh, here we are again. It was some organization dad belonged to for business, a business organization. So I was there with him uh, and someone took a photo and we used that as our engagement photo. And I look back at it today and I thought, no, why didn't I, why didn't somebody tell me to take off the badge that I said, hi, my name is Carol Greif. Yeah. And that's in the picture. Yeah. That's in the engagement picture. But I still sent them out. All right. All right. There you go. Mm-hmm. So um, d- don't do that. But yeah. anyhow, d- the engagement photos. Yeah. I think that's, and because you use it for save the date. And I want to say that if you are a friend of a future bride, make it special for them because I'll never forget my best friends. Um, when I came back from Nantucket after we got engaged, they came into my apartment. They decorated my entire apartment with like wedding things and all the Atardo girls did that. And then my other two girlfriends, Callie and Mally, sent me big flowers there, like making it so special as a girlfriend is to very a important. Yeah, that's very sweet. I like that, Katie. Mm-hmm. That's very good advice. Doing little things like that that don't take a lot of effort but mean so much. And I tell you that the bride will never forget that. The, and right. It's only a short window of time and 
to make that bride feel so special is so important, I think. And I was very lucky that my girlfriends really did that with me. It was important to me to throw, I really wanted to throw an engagement party for you. Yeah. And I think that is etiquette, if I think back, mm-hmm. that for the parents of the bride to do that, just to announce. And because I knew that Katie, you know, she was living in New York at the time and all her friends were there, that was most important that we do it there. And wow, when I think back, how fortunate was it that we did that, Katie? Because soon after that, COVID hit and everything was shut down. And yeah. um, as you'll find out in later broadcasts here, uh, podcasts, Katie's wedding went from like an invitation guest list of 300 down to 30. <laughs> so uh, we had a wonderful engagement party for Katie and Matt uh, at in New York at the Crosby Street Hotel, uh, just a cocktail hour with your dearest, uh, nearest and dearest friends and Matt's family and some of our family all flew out. It wasn't that special. It was so special. And then we had that fun dinner after with our family. A private dinner Um, downstairs after, mm -hmm. yeah. So, and I guess that's what I'm trying to say is just that celebration and that coming together of two families is, is so important to start your life. And it makes ultimately the wedding so much more fun to have more events leading up to the wedding so people who attend the wedding know each other makes it more fun. And once again, you don't have to have a cocktail party at the Crosby Street Hotel in New York City. You can have a simple barbecue in your backyard or a cocktail party. I think that when when, uh, I got engaged, uh, Nana and Papa had popped a bottle of champagne around their kitchen table and we celebrated there. So um, Mm -hmm. simple to extravagant all Mm -hmm. goes. But which leads me into... Katie and our first little, um, I don't want to say disagreement or fight, but Katie says, mom, we got to get a wedding planner. And I said, oh no. I said, I have planned many a party. We do not need a wedding planner. I just, I thought to myself, I don't want somebody bossing me around, you know, and just taking over. Remember that? Mm, Yeah. And Katie was very, Katie has always been, you know, patient with me. And she goes, okay, mom but we need to talk about this a little further. I said, okay. Then Katie's finding these wedding planners from New York City. I said, oh my God, absolutely not. Now I'm really not going to have a wedding planner. I'm going to have some hot shot from New York City coming to Milwaukee and tell, oh no, nope. And so then I was really digging my heels in mm-hmm. until Katie said, mom, I found a Midwest wedding planner. I said, mm-hmm. Katie, are we still on this? Jag of getting a wedding planner? Mm -hmm. Mom, why don't you just look look at her? And so I thought, well, I was kind of going crazy with all of my, I was trying to get organized with my index cards and my my notebooks. And I thought, I'm going to lose my mind very soon. Mm -hmm. So I thought, all right, well, I'll take a look at it. So why don't you fill me in on that? How did you find our wedding planner? Just by doing research online. Like, reading testimonials and seeing the work that she did. And we ended up going with Midwestern Bride. Um, The founder is named Ashley and she kind of spearheaded our wedding. And she relieved so much stress from everyone. She was so easy to work with. 
Oh, but when I say that, I, f- I mean, she was the most uh, uh, help. I mean, I don't even know where to begin with Ashley because I could never have done this, especially with what we went through to, for COVID without her help yeah. and her guidance, her gentle guidance, everything mm-hmm. about her is the sweetest thing ever. And she knows her stuff. Right. And that's the thing is if you're not in the industry for as much as you can bootleg it yourself, which it can be done, it relieves so much stress. If you can have a planner that even is just a day of planner or anything to relieve that stress, because especially on the wedding day, like everyone's mind is going to be a million different places and you're not going to be wanting to run around to do all the little things. So having those extra set of hands um, was so helpful. Yeah. And it does take a team. And once again, it a uh, wedding planner can fit all budgets because I know that uh, you can have a wedding planner with a full, I know Katie's like rolling her eyes, but you I, know, know, I just want to always budget. touch know, everybody's. Mama. I know. All right. I know. I was like, what right. I just said. Even if it's like finding a friend that can spearhead it. Like I think finding someone that's not either you or your mother, the bride or the bride's mother is helpful. Right. We work together very well. Let's put it that way. And we're going to end the segment on that, on wedding planner. Yeah. Extraordinaire. Ashley Midwest bride. One thing that we were very lucky with is I had like – fully trust you. And if there was things that like I couldn't do, I was like, whatever you think, mom, like at this point, like whatever, you know, like you and I worked really well together as well. Well together. That doesn't always happen, Kate. I know. We're just so lucky and so (laughs) We are. We are very lucky. Okay. What's our honest to Pete, Carol? All right. Honest to Pete. You know, in our family, I don't know uh, if our listening audience knows, but we do have a magician and a juggler in our family. And that be your dad, right? Daddy has always done magic tricks. He, he just loves that. I, I just crazy, but you know, it's so funny because anytime we go to Las Vegas, he'll want to go to the magic store and purchase the, the newest uh, magic trick out there. All right. So he's always done that for the kids and whatnot juggling. And well, guess what? We now have an escape artist in our family. And that be Maggie, because this weekend I did babysit. I knew she could crawl out of her crib. Okay, so I have a pack and play at home. So I had the two girls, because Christopher and Lizzie and uh, Dad and and Willie went to the baseball game. So I said, oh, I'll be fine with them. And Annie went down right away because Lizzie uh, um, fed her and she went down. Well, Maggie? Two. Two. Mm -hmm. Two and a little change. change. Okay. So I've already said she's a pistol. So I think I read about 20 books to her upstairs. And I thought, cause Christopher said, do you want me to get the tent top? I said, tent top to zip her in. I said, no, she'll be fine. Got her in the crib and, or, or the pack and play. And she seemed to be fine. And I thought I had, before she came, I made sure anything that was heavy that I put away so that she, if she did get out and she's walking around the room, I thought it's okay. Well, she said, she got in there and she said, Zaza, go check on Annie. 
her sister. And I thought, oh, now that's sweet. She's calm. She's going to be fine. Nice. Yeah. All right. So I closed the door, went downstairs. I did go check on Annie. She was sound asleep. <laughs> so I was doing some work at my computer. And I'll be darned if I didn't hear those little footsteps. Just pitter-pattering. And I thought, okay, she's already got, she already climbed out, but she's safe because she's in the room. Yeah. And Katie, you used to do that too. And I thought, okay, that's all right. If she stays in the room, that's fine. Well, I heard the pitter-patter, but I thought, this doesn't sound like in the... She was all over the upstairs. And I thought, okay, I want her to be successful in this heist that she got out and she was the escape artist. Let's see what she's going to do. Well, she went into my bedroom, was looking around in my closet. Sure. And she came, <laughs> she came, was in your bedroom looking around. She was looking at the picture of you and Matt. Okay. Then she went down the hallway again, thinking that I'm not hearing her little footsteps. Yeah. And then I thought, okay, this has gone on a long, long enough because I, I got to figure out where she is now because she likes to hide. So I went upstairs, nothing. Went down the stairs again, and there she is. She was going to go down to the basement. I said, Maggie, 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 where are you going? Oh, I'm just going to, I'm going to go downstairs to give my animals all a hug. I said, okay, that's it. <laughs> right back upstairs. And then she started the same thing, got her back in the crib. She says, you're going to go check on Annie. I said, nope, not this time. <laughs> now it's time for sleep. I laid on the bed, fell asleep. But that's my escape artist, Maggie. Yeah. She's going to keep me on my toes. Honest to Pete. She needs to be an Olympic gymnast. Yeah. She is something else. She's Yeah, strong. for real. She's mm -hmm. very strong, Katie. I know. Well, there we go. Our podcast for the week. I love you, Kate. Right, Mama dearest, I love you so much. We have new episodes every Thursday, so please like, subscribe, send this podcast to someone that you think would love it, maybe a bride, a future bride. The next three episodes are all going to be wedding focused, um, so stay tuned for that. All right, Mama, I love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.